And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's an actress and comedian who is always snatched. It's Jackie Johnson. And he's a musician and lumberman who is sitting here trying to remember what he was about to say. It's Todd Cooper. Tone Zone is here to explain that he is not afraid of AI and is in fact himself AI. That is, always in shoes. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen, do him the way he gets pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little caramel frappuccinos. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular hot carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Jess Flowers. She is my carb czar, which means she sends me a spreadsheet periodically with what carbs were sent in, etc. Um, that's right. I have a cabinet of sorts. Where do, where does ours go? I think they go in your cabinet. That's where I keep her. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm, I am on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rose. And I feel like I just said that. But anyway, all sorts of fun stuff. There's a little where you can text me and I will text you back. Uh, there's bonus episodes of The Friend Zone. That's my Patreon podcast. I just put up one with Jenna Kim Jones. It was delightful. Uh, and uh, if you opt for an annual subscription, you get two months free. That's a good deal. I am very excited about this group. I would like to say hello. Blah, blah, blah. I would like to say hello to Todd Cooper. Hello Hi. and welcome back. Thank you for I having like me. I just saw you. I, I feels like finally we're doing this the right way, seeing yeah. each other more regularly. I know. We this is great. made a commitment and we are following through. <laughs> Jackie Johnson, hello. I have some really unfortunate news. What? Mm-mm. I have to leave very soon. Oh, okay. <laughs> because the traffic back is really bad. All right. Yeah. And I have to get home and give my baby a, a bath. Yeah. I'm going to have to leave in like three minutes. All right. Let me just quickly say hi to them and I'm going to get to the Jackie component of the show. Tony, hello. Hi. <laughs> hi, Daniel. Hi. All right. Here's the deal. As you guys heard at the mm. end of the last week's episode, uh, we are pre-recording this because of Memorial Day. Jackie has a hard out. Um, but there was a question I was meaning to ask Jackie that I forgot to, I didn't get time to ask her on the last abbreviated episode. So I'm going to ask her now. And then she's just going to gonna walk out on all of us. She's going to abandon all of us. But it's okay. She has a higher calling. She has to give her baby a bath. I understand. He's just so nice. I know. And he has sunscreen <laughs> from, this, from the weekend on him still. Yeah. And I felt so bad not giving him a bath last night. Yeah. You know? Do you do yeah. bath every night? No. No. I'm like really neurotic about his microbiome. Oh. So we only do two baths a week. Mm. That'll change as soon as he starts yeah. getting dirtier though. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I thought we, we used to do bath every night because it was part of bedtime. Mm-hmm. Um, But you really don't need to we, feed them that I'm frequently. not trying to overstrip him. Yeah. You know? We're going to have a healthy microbiome on that skin. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Snatched. It just means like... You know, just there you go. It's right there. So anyway, yes. Tell us about this celebrity wedding that you went to. I know that the for the full story, they have to go to your Patreon. Yes, but uh, I do not watch The Bachelor anymore. It's, I've never I mean, watched a minute of it. Okay, yeah. So it was Colton Underwood, mm-hmm. and he's gay. Mm-hmm. Was he gay on The Bachelor? No. What's well, the story there? Was he the Bachelor, or was he one of? He the- was the Bachelor. 
Oh. And I and then he came out later, and I honestly don't know the story. Oh. I, I don't know. Okay, I don't I can know. Google that. I, I'm I became friends with him because he was dating my friend. You know, so, which is one of Ben's really good yes, friends, right? Yes. Okay. So that is how I was invited because I was doing a little bit of reading, and everyone is so, is like so happy for him. Yeah. Of course, like really yeah, happy yeah. for him um, that he found happiness and stuff. But I was just wondering. I wonder if the wait he was sorry he was a con- no he was a bachelor. Yeah, I wonder yeah. how the women all feel. I don't know. Yeah, they feel like they got more famous. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you think? Are you suggesting they weren't there for the right reasons? <laughs> I'm not sure any of them really are. Okay. Unless um, the right reasons are getting more famous. I mean, that's what's important, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was a good wedding, though. It was. Oh, this was up in Napa, right? Yes. It was a beautiful wedding. It was very tasteful. It was really like big, and but it wasn't ostentatious. Mm-hmm. Very tasteful. It was interesting to see a, a wedding be masculine, but still have all of the traditional wedding things like going down the aisle. They didn't have flowers. They had all these like mossy plants and stuff. Oh, that's cool. It was like really cool. And the flatware was very masculine and everything was like black and matte. Wait, what's and masculine flatware? It, oh, like, I have wood? a photo of it. Yeah. It's my new it, band. <laughs> you know, I'm not good at describing things. I'm going to pull up a photo of this flatware. And can you describe it? I sure can. Okay, because I was honestly very impressed with it. I love wedding details as someone who's now been married twice <laughs> um okay look at this flatware. i'm still angry that i i wanted gold flatware at my wedding and did not get it isn't this a masculine but wedding table yeah it this is i feel like i'm at a steakhouse but like in a in a matrimonial way i don't worry i'm gonna pass it around so there's three forks and they're very like modern looking. yeah they're like chiseled they're like- modern and streamlined and certainly not gold I'm going to pat. Is it okay if I pat Yeah, it please. I would love yeah. anyone who's good at describing things. Okay. Look at these 40 plusers having to put the, pull the phone away. <laughs> I know. I had to put glasses Honey, on. Honey, I'm there. It. I'm almost there myself. Yeah, these are like, uh, that's like clay plates or something, right? It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, those are nice. Yeah, and the, it, the the flatware looks like they're tools. Yes, that's what I mean. They look like industrial, yeah. right? Yeah, but shake. They're, oh, they're like a long, a really long handle. Like the fork looks like if you had to go fishing with a trident, <sighs> you could take that. Yes, mm-hmm. and everything's matte black. Mm-hmm. And the chairs. Okay, here's some tea. This wasn't in the People article. The chairs were uncomfortable, sweetie. They were un- they were uncomfortable <laughs> everywhere. I would that was like my big wedding joke because I'd walk around and go, "Aren't these chairs horrible?" <laughs> they were so uncomfortable. They're made of what, what is that? Rattan, Ugh. thatch. Yeah, mm. that um, is that is rattan. Right? They looked really great. Is rattan trendy like, again right now? Grass. Oh, yeah. See, they right. look really I great. Think so. They're woven. Horrible. Uncomfortable. Horribly uncomfortable. So you would have preferred just a wood slab uh, you know it's shafari chair a tasteful shafari chair mm. do we know what that is the oh, wedding I'm getting, chair yeah i'm getting like mm. very strong daniel and i had a real big issue oh same chairs no same yeah. yeah allison did that thing where she's like which chairs do you like the brown or the white and i go the which one did i choose white i said oh i really like the white and she's like okay we'll go with the brown <laughs> well <laughs> oh wow were they yeah. shafari or were they just the folding garden <laughs> it chair? was fun it was is fun. shafari a brand or a style no it's the style it's like i the, think they were the, yeah. The, yeah it's we the had, wedding chair we had chuggy wedding chairs in so but anyway the upgrade oh i'm gonna show y'all everything, oh wait maybe we did everything was chuggy back then it's like mm. the people who stick with it that makes it chuggy right yeah this is wedding, stick with their w- like wedding? with that look and feel like <laughs> yeah. the chuggy yeah 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me see this, if we had this. this. Like the bamboo looking. No. Yeah, ones, that's like the, what the Chikari oh. chair is. Is that? Yeah, yeah. Back. I don't know if we had that no. or not. Y'all probably had a folding garden chair, which is what I had in Something my first like wedding. That. Yeah. So, did you have that at your second wedding? We didn't have chairs in my first, in my second wedding. Oh right, oh, right. what am I saying? Yeah. So anyway, we did. We had chairs at your second I alone. wedding. <laughs> yes, that's true. Your we home had chairs. computer chairs. Yeah. yeah. Computer chairs. Um. Once Daniel said he, once Daniel oh, breathed into to? being the idea of white chairs, it allowed me to realize I prefer brown, mm. but I didn't handle it well, and I'm sorry. Thank you. Finally. I had meltdowns okay. over my wedding chairs, my first wedding. Uh, I'll just say this. There were a lot of celebrities at this wedding, and celebrities are so good looking. They're on another level from us. Like, it's truly insane. Uh, 11s, 13s, like people who throw the curve off of good looks. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. trying to be cool, but you, I'm not cool. Well, that's like, why I'm, I'm usually not invited to weddings. <laughs> you know? I mean, I was a plus off. one, yeah. okay? And I thought I turned it out, and I did. I looked really cute, but like, Oh my God, these looks. Can you say who some of the people are who are like amazingly beautiful in person? Olivia Wilde. Oh, yeah. Oh, she yeah. seems like she would be. Anna de Armas. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. An angel, a literal angel walking <laughs> among us. Uggos. Stunting, hunty. Okay. <laughs> Stunting, hunty. Yeah. And then just like all these, everyone <laughs> at this wedding was successful. Like I would meet somebody at like, you know, the charcuterie and they'd walk away and Ben would be like, did you know who you're talking about? I was like, no. Oh, that guy's a billionaire. He sold blah, 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 blah. Like this was just success. Well, wow. And, Is this and, not Colton's friends? Uh, no, it was Jordan's friends. Wow. Yeah. Jo- Jordan's very connected and um, he's in the politics world like my husband and huh. they're just, yeah, it was just, I was the brokest person there. Wow. Easily. Easily. And how was travel with uh- a nightmare? Yeah, traveling yeah. with kids is very hard. Yeah, it was a nightmare. I mean, he was great, all things considered. It was more on me. And just schlepping all the crap. That, that was the first time we had the car seat and the stroller and you got a gate check. Oh, yeah. Travel. And my son is yeah. heavy. He's so heavy. Yeah. So, yeah. You didn't gate check your kid? I know. If that it's was easier. an option, it's I may be. Pretty warm under the plane, I guess. Oh, I don't know. One more quick question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to keep yeah, you. Yeah. I know you got to bathe yeah. your child. Um. Okay. The Eras tour came up. Yes. On the, okay. I've noticed people on Twitter talking about the su- what surprise songs she's going to play. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, everyone keeps saying they're going to cry. And I can't tell if they're going to cry because they're happy or going to cry because they're sad. What is, I do, I, I'm so removed from the yeah. Taylor Swift world. Can you just, we could do a whole hour on this. I would have said Eras tour, go fuck yourself because oh. the tickets are a nightmare. I don't have tickets to the LA shows. If anyone has one, they want to sell me at a decent price, please DM me because literally they're going for four thousand dollars oh my what? god it's hey, been a whole thing hey. because Ticketmaster, you know the bots bought them all up and now they're reselling oh. them and no one can afford them i i'm on every single taylor swift facebook group twitter because i'm trying to get a ticket yeah and they're they told one of them said that the other night in philadelphia wherever there were empty rows because oh. these fucking bots and the people won't it, it once like the show's about to start. They'll lo- start lowering the price, uh-huh. but they still want a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. Oh right, people can't yeah. afford that. So it's like it just fucked everything up. So I'm in all the resale Facebook groups. I'm trying to get a ticket so bad. Caroline Moss and I want to go. She just dropped a lot of money on resale tickets, and she was like, "Come on, just do it." And I'm like, "I'm sorry, I don't have a job. I can't. Yeah. I'm happy you're living your life, and it's gonna be fabulous." I'm trying to find a ticket. So anyone feels bad for me and wants me to be your plus one. But I am seeing Blink-182 next month. I'm excited. And you. that's my Eros tour. Okay. <laughs> so wait, do you know what's going on though with the like the surprise songs and all that talk? Every, so 
the era's tour is th- I think three and a half hours long, and she plays songs from every era of her career. Oh, and I see. at the oh, end, I believe eras? eras. Oh, I thought it was eros. No, er- eras. Oh. And at the I end, she's yeah. she picks different yeah. songs per where she is. So there's no way of knowing. And there's also special guests. Like, isn't su- like a surprise? Isn't every concert comprised of surprise songs? Yeah. So yeah, it's, well, I was that, acting that's like this is that's like a, a big, really good point. Yeah, it's Maybe. acting like this is like a big fast. Well, it depends on the artist. I saw Garth Brooks. This motherfucker is a showman. Okay, at the end of the set, he goes, "Anyone have requests?" And he takes requests for another hour. Oh and wow! He literally sings that's until cool. he is hoarse, and it awesome. is incredible. That's He's it. a showman. He's Garth. incredible. But then, like Blink One Eight Two, so I've been peeping those set lists every show. I see. They're the same. Every once in a while, they'll do a different. I end see. song, but it's usually a funny cover of them being like, butts, farts, dicks, <laughs> come on your mom, whatever. <laughs> I love that That's song. That makes sense. I love why, that uh, song. Shit, yeah. poop, diarrhea, farts, butts. Yeah. Now that you song have the makes me one. cry. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> it's so pretty. So yeah, it's a big deal in the Taylor Swift world if she, what she's going to bust out. And also celebrity guests. When I saw her last reputation tour, the reputation tour, Troy Savon came out and... um um selena gomez okay that oh, was a wow. big deal yeah she yeah so this so essentially nothing is new for this tour i mean that she's been doing this forever right yeah but it's a long tour she and got she rained on recently she's put out several albums since the pandemic I, I believe three so no one has seen her do these songs yet okay, okay. so it's big all right people are paying up what, if anybody I, wants to sell me do a i ticket. need one of those um led red light masks no are they bullshit we're switching topics. Uh, I, I did think switch, yeah. that doing things at the <laughs> neurologist you. would pay I off only more. Know okay. Of yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you. But I do I hear the so- I do hear the solo wave is good. Really? Yeah. I don't know which one that is. It's the little stick. That thing that you like do that. Uh, with. Uh, my friend is like a skincare goddess, Rory. Oh yes. you know, yeah. Yeah. Incredible. She's a big fan of that. Okay. And she looks incredible. Does she look? Todd, what do you think she looks? Uh, 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 snatched. She is, is snatched to the goal. Is it with an ED on the end? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She snatched to the goal. I have a question. Do you call G-A-W-D-S. it snatch sometimes? <laughs> the goal. Good point. Yeah. Jackie, yeah, what are what are your thoughts? About I gotta the- go bathe my child. <laughs> I got one question. What do you think about the lotion that's made out of your own blood cells? Do you know about this? Uh, I mean, like PRP facials? No, like, no. Peter Madrigal from Vanderpump Rules has been on my show a couple of times. Uh, got his blood drawn, and then they take some kind of they, like they take the plasma, yeah, and yeah. put it in the lotion, and then it's like a, well, a that's facial what PRP serum. is. It, yeah. they, they they shake your blood, they get the plasma, the thick yeah. yellow, is it and they BS put it. Or does it they work? put it on your face and then they stamp it in. I don't know if topically it would go in as deep. That's what I'm wondering too. Um, so I don't know. He does. It, it makes sense though because there's. They're taking your blood out and then putting it back in. Right. So you'd look. Mm-hmm. So it's, you would look just like you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I get it if you're getting someone else's plasma who's got great skin. I did that but once. But it's your goddamn plasma. Like yeah. You look, you look no, like got, your own shitty self. Sweet like more, more of shitty. I like Swedish teens injected into my face once. <laughs> did it? Did nothing. Swedish teens. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, I asked for oh, Sweden. Well, can you get like a picture of the, a picture of the person whose yes. blood it is? It's like Sweden. for $10 a day, you can adopt the skin well, cells. Wow. You got like someone else's plasma yeah it, i don't think it did anything though you can also there's like the baby dick eye cream do you know about that oh, no. so in the hospital when they circumcise you babies you can't leave <laughs> right wait in the hospital when they circumcise babies they take their little dick skins yeah, the and, skins. and then they remove the skin cells and, and they then they make lotion? eye cream out of are it. you sure yes. i've heard of this I'm sorry i yelled this. at you yes so, i've used it 
And nothing. I I don't know. I was given a sample. Is that why your eyes look like dicks? Yeah, <laughs> Jackie, they, you didn't they feel do. any when you got that that face thing. You didn't feel yeah. any more Nordic at all. I didn't. Really? I did want to drink Akavit. <laughs> I had a no urge for to ski. Akavit. Isn't that what that's called? Aquavit? That is something. Aquavit. Oh yeah, then they're alcohol. Yeah, it's yeah. like a Norwegian. Yeah. Oh, man. I have so many teens. comments, but I know you have Swedish to go. Swedish teens. I know. Just have me back. Yeah, I have a job. I'll just come back. Oh my god, you're gonna regret but, saying that. But this I'll have time, you time is just hard for me. What is a better time? I'm earlier. Gonna, I can do earlier. I have childcare in the day. Jackie, just you wait. Okay, I'll I'm be gonna back. be asking you all my beauty questions, and okay. I am going to do earlier. We can totally have do that. fun without me. Uh, I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to Bye. talk now. Oh yeah, yeah. You're sorry, the Jackie. Fans. Anyone has tickets to any of the Taylor Swift tours in Inglewood? Please DM me. I will buy it for. A decent, fair price. <laughs> I don't have a job. I'm a mother. Okay. Do you want to give parameters for the price or you want to just see what they come up with? Um, I'm... No, you know what? Don't. Don't okay. do that. Yeah. Because then they're going to they're gonna ask yeah. for your... Yeah. It's a good one, Allison. She's a busy one, sweetie. <laughs> so right. good seeing you. Bye, Bye Jackie. Bye. Bye. Bye, Jackie. <laughs> we, won't. we won't. It'll be hard. It'll be hard. Oh, no. What are we going to do? <laughs> um, I've put no one's dicks on my eyes from go. I have yeah, no no foreskins, no yet. foreskins yet. No Swiss teens, Swedish teens. <laughs> Wait, I have Swedish to ask teens. Daniel a question. Yes. Is Wendy in her crate? Yes. Okay, good. Um, oh, Jackie's going out the side. Okay. She doesn't have to do that. She could have let herself in the house. I know. Oh well. Is the side gate sketchy over there? Yeah, it's, it's a lot be, of gang. It's a lot of gang activity. <laughs> yes, we've lost some guests that way. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's just not as uh-huh. <laughs> as inside the house. Sure. Okay, let's talk about this baby dick eye cream for a second, <laughs> and then we can move on. I'm not really an expert, but yes, I just make call me naive. Okay, I just don't think that they are really taking cells from foreskins and may- turning them into eye cream. Are you asking them to prove it? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, is there like a ma- like a making of video on their web? I don't like, think I want to see if, that. This if, all feels very QAnon to me. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like a... If that's really happening, there w- should be some whole outrage. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, and maybe I'm the Should one. there? Yes. You can't. It's like it's like when periodically those you know someone will be like, we found all these abortion p- parts or what you know. What I mean, it's like then they're making <laughs> stew out of. <laughs> What's this? Yeah, it there's, feels like you should have to laws. get the permission from the family. There's a lot of laws and regulations about what can happen. Right. Biological, with biological waste. Right, right, right. And I don't think, although there is a joke about someone who gets a wallet made out of foreskins and like but when you rub it it turns into an overnight bag <laughs> oh that's good this Tony, great that's joke good. yeah thank you for that we're gonna need <laughs> you to look up oh, i'm boy. sorry r.i.p your search results we're gonna what's the right way to look it up baby dick eye cream is that i what think you're getting foreskin, foreskin eye, ice, cream. eye cream ice cream ice cream <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, didn't, worse I will say next? i didn't even have to type the whole thing and it came up immediately really yeah okay all right okay. what does it Tell say us what it says because um, yeah it does sound cute and on yeah it, it feels very like yeah this is i feel like the world of beauty products is really the where the snake oil yeah. stuff and happens jackie's nowadays. vegan so you'd think she really wouldn't want to put <laughs> By the way, well, there isn't like there isn't like a factory farm where they're they're 
They're harvesting Just baby foreskins. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you think. Oh, yeah, you don't. Oh, my God. Sure. It's, it's just a pizza shop in D.C. Downstairs yes. yeah. is where they keep them. Take yeah. the red pill. Red pill. Get red pilled. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what surprised me was all, all these articles that came up are old. Like te- this, there's an article from fashionmagazine.com about Oprah using it, and it's from 2013. And it's Jeez. foreskin. Yes. Like says, human uh, foreskin. Yes, it said. Whoa. Uh, da, 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 da. Wait, it's, tell us. Wait, tell us. Because I don't know what fashion daily is. It say fashion daily. Fashionmagazine.com. That doesn't sound real. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that fashion magazine. <laughs> I mean, look, I went with the, the, the new, fashion magazine. Right, news magazine. Here's, dot here's, here's something from the Guardian. bullshit monthly. Okay. Oh, that's I'll, I'll listen to that. I just you know I saw Oprah and I got excited. Yeah. You know who sure. I am. Yeah, the classic yeah. big Oprah guy. Uh, what are they saying about it on Goop? That's what I got to know. Oh yeah. Like I, I don't even. I mean, these are like full articles. I don't even really know what to, well, to, what to tell well, you. T- just read it from the beginning. All right. <laughs> just <laughs> theguardian.com. Wait, go to go to Newsmax. See what they say. <laughs> uh, I'm oh, on the yeah. phone trying to book a special appointment. A foreskin facial. The treatment is not widely available in the U.S., so the calls yield nothing except a series of confusing conversations. But this they don't even circumcise 20, in other countries. But does it work? This is from 2018. That's not what we're trying to... Does it work? That's not what we're trying to find out. <laughs> I <laughs> am. <laughs> like, is it bullshit or not? Is okay, what I'm here we go. I, no, I don't to have to read out. anything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to find... Have you seen how... I can't go there. I was going to say, have you seen how... <clears throat> anyway, um, <laughs> it, says, it, it says the procedure popular in Hollywood celebrity circles injects oh, cell that sounds like Jackie. cells from a baby's foreskin, specifically a South Korean baby's foreskin, into the face. What? Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett are big fans. South Korean? Just Is there like month. laws different in South Korea? I don't. Have Jenna to grew up there. Ask Jenna; she'll know. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, it says uh, just last month. This is a couple years ago. Kate Beckinsale had one and said it was amazing. I bet Q uses this to like buttress their argument. I, I was that gonna, yeah, Democrats this, eat babies. This yeah. yeah, this is definitely like Hollywood elite business. Like this right. is where they get this stuff. Right. I mean, it is off-putting. Uh, which, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily a supporter. Of this kind of thing. But you just want to know if it works. Well, I feel like if it doesn't work, that makes it doubly bad. Right? <laughs> but, like, where are they injecting <laughs> Like, what are you? are not even getting You're it. You're not getting it. Yeah. And also, like, Well, it why... sounds like it's not injected. It sounds... Oh, it's a facial. Yeah, because this, <laughs> this is a great sentence, uh, just out of context. Sarah smears the foreskin formula onto my face <laughs> and neck. <laughs> mm. And, like, what are foreskin cells supposed to have in them that's are they so like great? like, stem cell adjacent kind of things? I don't think so. It, yeah. just, it just can't be that that's how the body takes this kind of stuff in, right? Like, if, you would right. think if your body was, like, going to take in a stem cell or any yeah. kind of thing, like, rubbing it onto the surface of it, right. your body is not going to be like, oh, thanks, I'll have those stem cells. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't work like that. Right, that's, right. Like, it's hard. Like, blood transfusion things are hard. Yes. Because yes. your body doesn't want stuff that isn't its. Right. 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 So, <laughs> it just all of that stuff always, like, anything other than a moisturizer seems like bullshit to me. Yes. Yes. I think that's right, um, but I mean, and I I am well versed in I'm not, in skincare. I'm not, yeah, I think the kind of person who would go to that length is the kind of person who's doing a lot yeah. for their skin, so their skin's gonna look good. Like you know, oh, why did? But yeah, but that's a person who's like exfoliating and you know moisturizing, and yeah, they're gonna look good, but not because they're 
having baby penis on their face. Right. Are they? It, Tony, have you found out more? Like, are South Korean parents selling their babies for uh, Is circumcision that's... standard in South Korea? I have. I mean, this is really wow. Yeah, it's kind of. This is just going on about this I... guy who tried it. Um, this doesn't really get into a lot of specific details on that end. Mm. So, Todd. Yeah. You interned for at Saddleback. That's right. right. Yeah, okay. that's right. Because my other friend, Todd, Todd Perry. With, that I used to do Upworthy Weekly with. Now I mentioned on the last episode, um, we're doing a Patreon podcast, Allison and Todd After Hours. He went to Kauai and he um, was chatting with this guy in the hot tub. And this guy was like very like personable and cool. And it turns out that this guy is a pastor and he's Uh-oh. from Irvine. And I'm like, I, sw- I bet, I wish I could remember any details about him because I bet that he's from Saddleback. I put money on it. Yeah. I mean, what is Saddleback? Oh, so Saddleback is like, Mega church. It's a mega church down oh, in Orange County. Is it in Irvine? It's in. It's further south. So Orange County has like this high concentration of mega churches. Yes. There are, I feel, I swear, there are like four or five huge, huge churches there. Really? So it could be any of them. Now, ex- now for someone who doesn't know, explain uh-huh. mega church. Mega church is like I, I want to say I don't know what the the actual number is. It's it's like in the like a thousand or higher numbers. Saddleback's membership when I was there was like off the charts. I mean, like. This is where you get the hip pastor who wears like a Ms. Jackson. If you're nasty, that's headset, right, right. That's right. And that's is right. it? I know. I know that the forum is now a mega church on Sundays. I'm sure. Really? So it's is it like that size, or is yeah. it like an old? Walmart this this place was like enormous. It's a huge sanctuary, and then it would be like uh, 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 like maybe I think they were seeing like ten thousand people on a weekend. Wow! And that was over five services. So Jesus. They, yeah, it was nuts. Jesus is right. <laughs> and, and there was, there was, uh, yeah. but I remember it was like they like had these really inflated numbers of like their membership. Yeah. Because like to get off of the membership, you had to like work at it to oh. like be re- like, I guarantee you I'm still a member at Saddleback. Church. Right. But like I had a friend who was like actively did not want to be on the membership list and had to like, it took him some doing. It's like unsubscribing from like one of those candidate email yeah. lists. You know, <laughs> yes. you got to go to the website and ask and answer a bunch of questions. Yeah. And, and then, then, uh, like, then the unsubscribe button is way down. Yeah. Down. Like real tiny. And then you click it and they're like, are you sure? Yeah. 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 And then they immediately send you an email saying, you're now unsubscribed. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, this, don't, don't send another email. To right. Like, that's the whole point. And then it's like a negative, like, click yes, yes to yep. say that you don't want to not <laughs> subscribe. Yep. And you, that's yeah, it's that kind of vibes for sure. Mm. But yeah, I, I yeah, Saddleback. I, I I remember that we were talking about that. I was thinking about that earlier. Did did we? Did you didn't grow up that way? No, I grew up sans religion. Oh, congrats! Um, but around a lot of. But remind me how to how much did you leave all of that? A hundred. I'm out. Okay. Yeah, I, I have like I've been in. I don't know if I talked about. That. I was thinking about this when we were talking about therapy before. So I went to like intense, uh, intense. I went to therapy for religious trauma. Oh wow! Oh, so wow. I have a. Therapist. This is a term I've only heard recently, and I think it was from Sarah Edmondson. Maybe was it that or this idea of religious trauma? Yeah, it's it's very specific. I just found it. Yeah. Um, and like I was, have, I I don't know. It when I went, I was like, this trauma feels like a, a word that people use too much sometimes, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with calling this trauma. But well, it's, it's a, term, a specific yeah. type what is of a it, thing. And what what kind of generally is it? Like it's it's just people who like you know the like the most uh, I'd say like the most like big version of it is like someone who was in a cult. Right. You have to like undo some of that stuff. But ultimately, like you know, really hardcore Christianity has those same idea. I mean, you're living your life 
based on this thing that you are told is true. And then mm-hmm. when the thing you find the thing is not true, it, there's a lot of undoing that that does in, in your core, you know. Sometimes. And is that where the trauma is? In yeah. The, in the, or is yeah. the trauma or the is way it? you were raised in it? Uh, I think it can be both. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's the trauma of like it, like somebody pulling the rug out from under you of yeah. like, here's everything you thought was true. Um, and then that would be traumatic. It's it's a lot. It, from anyone I talk to who's like, I have a lot of friends who are coming out of this world and anyone who is coming out of it, it, it is like, they're like, as soon as I think it's gone, I have a thought and I'm like, oh shit, that's not true. That's like in me still. Wow. Mm. It's like these tendrils like get in all the nooks and crannies of your soul. You know, yeah. you let it in and you let it, it guides everything you do. And what was the process of you starting to pull away from it? It was, man, it was it was so slow. I was in my I was in my thirties. Uh, I was like thirty three or four when it started. Are your parents pretty religious? Very. My dad was a, a pastor at oh. my church growing up. He was not like they're Southern Baptist and oh. evangelical, which sounds like is there oh, wow? Okay, but, hold on. Real, sorry yeah, to interrupt. Yeah. Southern Baptist and evangelical in my mind are synonymous. Yes, but are they? Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It would be like evangelical would be like uh, anything that's not Catholic. Yeah. Essentially, Protestant evangelical, somewhat the same. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Sort of in of, the same. Vein. Oh, I'm thinking of Presbyterian, which is like not super intense. Protestant is super intense. Uh, Protestant is a is an umbrella that would cover anything not Catholic. Got it. Right. And then there's like more traditional, like uh, uh, Presbyterian might be a little more calm and like mm-hmm. more vibrant. Yeah. But some would say like it's all evangelical to some so degree. Evangelical can can is like an umbrella that covers yeah. a lot of different sort of versions. Denominations of, is how they mm-hmm. what they right. call them. So okay. Methodist, uh, Episcopalian, or Lutheran. Lutheran. These are all like yeah. denominations. Yeah. And okay. like Lutherans and Episcopalians are very like chill, like they're not they're going to church right. on Sunday and it's very high church. It's not. So what does evangelical describe? That's it. As I'm talking about it. Yeah. A, I'm glad that I don't really know. How yeah. That it's gone out of me. Uh, but B, I'm not, I'm not sure what the delineation actually would be. I thought yeah. it's a no. level of enthusiasm. <laughs> it, it but seems I think like... it means a direct relationship with Jesus or God. Right. Yeah. And it, and it means you proselytize. I right? think there's something about the, yeah, the proselytization of it and like the, the expression of the religion or the, as opposed to what specifically you believe uh, about it, believe about it. Maybe. I, I think, I, I mean, like, as I understand it, all Protestantism has like a sharing element of it and all of it yeah. has like a, uh, you know, that's why I would say like most of that would be considered right. evangelical. They're all evangelizing. <laughs> I would say that like it has taken on a new flavor in like this era politically where it's become much more, uh, uh, Evangelicalism has become much more like almost a cultural Christianity right. versus like actual like I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's more about like I, you know, vote for guns and whatever. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. to get too far into that, but I think American evangelicalism now in many ways is kind of almost its own religion. Yeah, it doesn't really like I I don't recognize it as cri- very Christian. When but- I was Christian, if I had heard all those things i would never have been right, on board right with yeah. that and my, my parents are not okay like are they're they, they're still christian but they're not are they progressive no but they're just not like they're they're kind of like it's all bullshit like with with politics like they're all yeah. full of it but they're but they're like they don't like trump like they wouldn't vote for yeah. trump like they're they're not in that vein and i i 
a lot of evangelicals are not on board with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. yeah it's interesting. It's, it's like this loud, this loud flavor of evangelicals are giving the other evangelicals That's a right. bad name. So, so tell us more about, yeah, you were saying you were in your thirties. It was a slow process. Yeah. And I like slow, like I would just find like things didn't add up essentially. I'd be like, that doesn't make sense. Cause of the, I started listening to radio lab. Do you listen to radio? Lab? I love it. I know it. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I was such a fan and I was like, wow, like these, it would like blow my mind the way things were working. And I was mm-hmm. like, Boy, that sure doesn't leave room for some of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, over time, it just, I had to like look at everything through a different lens. And as I was doing that, it was unraveling. Yeah. And it would start being like, well, okay, there's not a real Adam and Eve. That's a story. That's not like an actual thing that happened. But you had grown up with a literal, a literal Adam so and Eve. So you didn't believe in evolution. It's, so I, I, I think I started to in high school uh-huh. where I was like, I think I'm on board with evolution. And even my dad was like, that makes sense. Like God can use all different ways to like make things happen. Yeah. Right? Like if God created it, he can do whatever he wants. Evolution. Sure. So I was like, great. I'm on board. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like they're not, they were not awful about it. Mm-hmm. It's just that the religion comes with a package of bullshit that is really yeah. intense and it affects how you live. I actually, I believe still that most American Christians are like that. I think it's like right. we hear from, a, cause they're loud and they're, they're a strong force in politics from a, you know, a subset of people mm-hmm. who have a particular belief, but, yeah. and they get, they end up representing in a lot of people who aren't religious in their minds who Christians are. But I don't think most Christians are like that. I think most people are just, they go to church and they, you know, they, they're much more open-minded than. Well, so uh, that actually brings me to a question I had earlier, but I do want to hear the, I want to hear the rest of your w- pulling away from it and like that realization and what that must've been like. But I was thinking about like, there's a lot of people that are, hold these high academic scientific offices who also go to church probably. Mm -hmm. And are, I feel like for a lot of people going to church is a community thing and a cultural thing. Like how many people go, but if you really press them, they don't really believe in heaven, hell, God is, I mean, like, yes. And I, I think there's this sort of carve out for people who believe I believe in something bigger than myself. I believe in spirituality. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like a specific dude mm-hmm. or being up there. Like how many people don't go to church? It's a part of their life, but they don't actually believe. I, I bet a ton. I mean, I bet a ton. I, I always, I, you know, I have friends who are still Christians and I like, they're great. Like there are great people there. Yeah. And even ones who do believe deeply all the mm-hmm. things, they're, it's not that people are bad. Yeah. They're, they're people who are earnestly doing their best. Mm-hmm. They have this book that goes like, hey, here's how to do your best. And they're like, let's do that. And like the Jesus stuff isn't terrible. No, like, I the like stuff the Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is stuff saying. Is largely pretty great. It's uh, yeah. like he's countercultural. He's saying mm-hmm. to to love people, right? Yeah. Turn the problem is cheek, charity, <laughs> all, the, yeah. all the good stuff, right? Right. Which the, the you know, the the now evangelical American ev- evangelicals are like, you're not reading that part. Right. No, <laughs> that I, part you left no, out. They I wish, good part. Right. I wish evangelicals, the, the political evangel, I wish they were Christian. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, I, I find that, that a would lot. Be great. Like where I, that's my experience when I read that stuff is like, this doesn't add up with the thing you believe. Right. Yeah. You say you believe. And it's also like, you know, it's problematic because you've got like this, this old Testament, new Testament thing where it's like, this Old Testament God who is like, all right, we're going to go destroy everything, uh, burn this down, right. f- like fuck that. Eye, yeah, that eye for an eye. And then Jesus comes and he's like, that's my guy. Uh, here's what we're doing. And you're like, that's not at all what your guy said. 
No, it, like it, that it, Old Testament God though is hilarious. Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> oh my God, read, read please read. Uh, what is it? Uh, Exodus or Genesis? Those are very funny books. I mean, They're, no offense it, to ever, anybody, but it's it's <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, but it's like I mean Moses he goes up to the mountain, you know, and he listens to the burning bush. And God gives him the Ten Commandments, and he gets the Ten Commandments. And like the first thing God says to him is, you know, you shouldn't kill. Like thou shalt not kill. And he goes down the mountain and the people are worshiping the golden calf and he immediately breaks, <laughs> he breaks the tablets and then he fucking kills all the, the firstborn kid. And he goes back up and he's like, uh, can I have another set of tablets? And God's like, fine. It's like the first thing he does is break the first commandment. Yep. The, it, that, like if he was Elliot, he'd be like, what would happen yeah. if I hypothetical? Elliot, yeah, he like thinks that he's hypothetical. He brings up his hypothetical. What would happen if I did that thing that you said not to do? Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, this is by the way the thing that makes it dangerous. Yeah, it's it's this mentality which is. Um, you inherently are going to do the wrong thing. That's what this story is telling us. Yeah. Right? That we, by nature, we're going to do the wrong thing, that the way God's, God's way is the right way, we are going to do it the wrong way, and that's what God is for to fix, right? Yeah. That's what you live with is there's nothing I am going to do that's good. Mm -hmm. God is the God is the solution to my flawed being. Yeah. So when you enter the world as I am flawed and the only solution is this guy, yeah. who, by the way, told me that I'm flawed. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like yeah. it gets really dark really fast. And yeah. you can imagine the math that does in your brain. Uh, like It doesn't do. It's like things. it's built to create dissonance in your head that can only be resolved through someone who who can resolve it. Yeah, and that's, that's right. what I don't. That's um, I just don't trust people telling me how to live. So I have a natural like aversion to that kind of thing. man. I would I would have given anything to have caught like and so many friends who were like were like oh by sixth grade I was like this is bullshit yeah. and I was like I was I mean like I'm also like mostly a yellow lab like I'm like what are we doing that I'll be yeah. good boy what are we doing let's do that <laughs> like I'm happy to just get on board so I was like people were like Jesus is this I'm like Jesus is that guy. I'm with you. Yeah. And so I like whole hog was like in it. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, it was hard. It was hard to get out uh, because I was like, my natural state is like trusting and right. like, let's do it right. You oh, that's know? interesting. So there, there, there's a lot that goes into like how someone might be affected by it. Depends so, what you got So going you were in. saying like around your thirties, things started to nut it up. Yeah. And then it took years to like, like little by little, I'd be like, okay, that, okay. I'm not into this. This is good. Jesus, Jesus is cool. The rest of the stuff that the church is saying isn't cool. And then it was just like, hey, if this doesn't add up, Jesus is not also not real. Like right. it, it, it that either is Was or that isn't. like a surreal, like upsetting moment to ha to come to that realization? I had a lot of anger. Okay. I, I like it came out of me as rage. And it was that somebody it was like being overwhelmed, I think. And it was also that like I, I had been lied to. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing is no one is lying to me intentionally. No one is trying to do anything. My parents are only trying to do what they think right. is best. Yeah. They're saving me from hell. Right. They're not doing bad I, stuff. Right. Honestly. They're doing their best. But it's like, thanks. But it didn't. It's well, not true. Did it help to know that they believe it? Yes, I mean it does, but it it, it like the way. So we just I, need to tell Elliot that we still believe in Santa Claus no matter what, because <laughs> we cannot ever let it. Out. I believed it. I thought it was true even while I was putting the presents under the tree. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're telling me there's no Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to. You have to put you it. Can't on be him. mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes sense. Yeah. I've recently had this thought. This is bananas. But I've recently had this thought with all the uh, all this new AI business that's happening, which is scary and crazy. 
crazy and yeah. we're in a crazy new age. And also the uh like the idea that we're in a simulation, mm. which is what if the what if the Bible is actually uh like the AI giving us like historically this is how other generations have happened, like this is how other simulations have ended. Oh, like other iterations of yeah, the other iterations. Of our, yeah. yeah. So you've got like um like the flood narrative in Noah is like a climate change situation. Right. Oh. And like wars and things like uh, are actual like explode like nuclear explosions or that like these different endings these different it does feel like ai wrote it right <laughs> yes it, it, it feels like it feels like it's like this uh this truth of nature mm-hmm. by way of like hey don't go down these paths like the knowledge of good and evil of like of th- that's the story is that that adam and eve are in the garden um and it's i think it's if in this narrative which is not true but it's fun to think about is like um it's the first decision. It's the, it's like everything launches off of this first decision, right? It's right. It's binary. Eat the apple. Don't eat the apple. And then it, that splits and now it becomes a different narrative. So that's the very beginning. And the apple is like the knowledge of good and evil. And then the question is, well, what is good and evil in the system? This is like yeah. some matrix shit right here. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what it would be is that it like, <laughs> unraveled to be like that. It's, I mean, you know, this is as good a theory as any. Yeah. So what were what were the things that like weren't adding up for you? Well, um, I mean, like the science of like just like flood where the like Christians are all like, oh, the flood. Like you can prove that there was like a worldwide flood. Um, And then you like do any research about like older religions and you see like, oh, like this is lifted from this, this and this. (laughs) The history of the Bible (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting because you can start to see. We can actually tell where things derive from. Yep. Yeah. It's it's honestly been so long that I went through it, like that the the specifics have kind of left me in a way that I'm like thankful for. Um, But the the overarching feeling once it was unraveling, it would like unravel quicker and quicker. Where it was like, oh, you pulled the thread, and you're like, oh, that doesn't add up. That doesn't. I didn't go like, and then it was like three years or four years until I was like, okay, I'm atheist. Yeah. Uh, like I'm all okay, the way out. Yeah. Um, and now I don't know what I believe. <laughs> Do you miss going to, to something on Sundays? The, to this day, waking up on a Sunday and not having to go to church oh. is still the greatest thing. <laughs> it's like, it, it's like, uh, you know, like when you go see your friend at a party or yeah. something, you're like, you know, you're going to see people you love and you're like, this is going to be great. But if it cancels, you're also like, this is great. That's every social in, yes. engagement ever. It, that feeling every Sunday. Honestly, yeah. I've gotten to the point now where that's everything. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It, like I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything anymore. I know. Yeah. It is the, the pandemic hit and we were all like, no, we want to. And they're like, do I really want to go out? <laughs> I know. I pandemic don't. really made you realize like, well, not, for, I know Tony, you were in a different situation in the pandemic than like Daniel and me. Yeah. But, it's a little different when you're alone. Yeah. Man, man. But it's it funny how much how that's much the okay dream. Staying. That's my dream. That was his dream. Alone. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and I, I totally understand that side though too. Oh, it's yeah. just like I had the extreme yes. version of it. Yeah. yeah. I had yeah. a very weird experience weird experiences too strong but um <clears throat> i think of myself like i like to nap and i recently became acquainted with a bathrobe that i'm in love with and i wear it all the time i can't wait to put it on i'm just like i've become like a very lazy snuggly person uh, i never want to do anything and i feel the most at home when i'm lying down in bed and then i think what's happened to my life like <laughs> and why am i afraid of death if i'm so happy you know doing zero 
Dying is not exactly like being in a bathrobe, lying in your bed. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> if only it were, I would. That would but be pretty great. I'm not that afraid be... of the process of dying. I'm like, I'm afraid of not existing. Huh. And yet, that's what I seek every time I get in. No, I don't. That's not true. I You're seek comfort not... and TikTok. So anyway, though, here's the thing, though. Like, I really leaned into not do. We also have two little kids, but to not doing a lot. However. There was a week where I mentioned in the last episode, I think, that I had chaperoned a field trip. So that meant getting up, dressed, out of the house way earlier than I, I don't even because because the way Daniel and I do the mornings is he drives them because I don't like driving them to school. He doesn't like getting them ready for school. We used to trade off and uh. then we realized like, let's just each. So I have I never drive them to school. Hmm. Their teachers probably don't think they don't even have a mom, but I get up early with them in my bathrobe, get them ready. And then I go back to sleep if I can. So I wasn't able to do that. I went, did this. And I was like pulled out of myself and my own brain in a thousand different ways. Because... We also saw friends the next day. Well, hey, are you trying to, I'm, are you... I'm trying to move this along. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I know where this is going. This is going yeah. I've already, cause I've shared it with them. Yes. No, but I even was like, maybe I should have been a teacher because this is not affording me time to like, think about all my bullshit, you know? But then I realized like, no, Mm-hmm. By the third week of being a teacher, you're just thinking about your own bullshit because it's normalized. This, right. this was a, the new experience. Right. You know, we went to this a- nature preserve and I was like, maybe I should have been an animal handler or whatever, you mm. know. Yeah. Um, okay. So did that and then came back home and I was so tired. But then my sister and my nephews came over um, with family, but still it made me be you know more social than normal. And then the next day we visited some friends, sat in the sun, something I don't like to do. None of us were appreciating the sun, but we were outside. We were at this farmer's market with friends. And then that evening we went to dinner. Uh, and then the next day was Mother's Day. And oh, I, I we have an electric piano now. And I was playing piano, which is something that I used to do all the time. And I hadn't. And it was like, really. and I was, it was like, I was so euphoric that day. It was almost like a chemical thing. I was mm. like, am I about to have a stroke? What's ha- so what's breaking in my body? Because I feel so, remember I kept mm-hmm. thanking you. Mm-hmm. It was Mother's Day. I know. And like hugging you. She was grateful for I things. I was so <laughs> grateful for my family. Through two pence to a kid to go buy a turkey. Exactly. And it carried over into the next day too. It was just like I was so happy and it it's the worst thing ever because I'm like is it because I was so social like I still don't really know what caused that feeling but maybe I'm not I, meant to be Robe mm, Jones <laughs> I do think I have had this thought and I'm, I mean to do this which is to try to remember all the times in your life when you were really really happy it's never and then, when you're napping well and then what were you doing and then do that I mean, like, whatever the just there were times when you've been really happy. Uh, I can't think of any of them, but I mean, I'm sure they're there. Like, and then do those do more of those things. Like, why do you why is it that we're always trying to uh, get out of things, force the situation by doing other things like do the thing that makes you happy. If it's vacation, go on more vacations. Like, I know cost can be an issue for people, but it's like there there's got to be ways like for me, one of the things is like I always feel really, really good after I go swimming in the day and like are just sitting by a pool. And that, there's something that puts my brain in another place. So maybe I need to go swimming more. And so I was thinking like 
uh, we don't have a pool, but maybe we're going to get the boys swim lessons. Maybe I'll go swimming with them this summer more. Mm. That kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know? Drinking during the day, waking up, having a these, shot of whiskey. These drugs are really great. Drugs, drugs make me happy. Daniel yes. got an addiction. Yeah. Uh, the the did you ever listen to this podcast? Uh, I, I can't remember something happiness, but it's it's essentially the science of happiness. I think uh, I've seen it. I haven't no, listened. It's, yet. There's ten percent happier. Not that. It, maybe it's that. I can't oh. remember. It, this this woman was a, a a professor at an Ivy League school and taught this thing on the oh. st studies. What, oh. All the studies of happiness. I've heard of this. Yeah. She like put it together and into a podcast, which I listened to three episodes and moved on because that's how I roll. Yeah, um, that's enough. You got it. I got the, the gist. gist. And and mm -hmm. so she, um, one of the things in it is that uh, every so everyone thinks like extroverts like to be with people. Introverts were like, I'd rather not. Right, <laughs> but it turns out uh, everyone benefits from being with people. Yeah. Even introverts. Yeah. And so the the thing of like do what you want to do that makes you happy, it's weird because it's counterintuitive. You yeah. introversion might lead you to say, like, oh, I really I don't know, I don't really feel like it. I really want to take a nap and wear my robe and but not is, be around people. Yeah. But it is good for it's like exercise where yeah. it's like yeah. I don't really want to I'm glad when I have but I don't want to. Yeah. And, and I, even as an extrovert going out, I know I'm going to be much happier having spent time with people. I have thought that. Like I'm I'm I think I'm probably an introvert, but I think we're we're social creatures right. and we right. exist to be social. Like if you try to think of a meaning of life, it's like well, it would have to have something to do with your social worth and your value socially uh in some way. And so like it makes sense that you know, whenever I'm with friends, even if it's just like, hey, I'm going to grab a, a lunch with a friend I haven't seen in a while, I always feel amazing after. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like, it's a physiological difference that it makes in you. It's what we're yeah. made to, I mean, like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go a step further. I, here's my new religion. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, humanity is, <laughs> in a gross way, we're a slime mold. We're, mm -hmm. We see each I've other as, <laughs> <laughs> we see ourselves as this individual. Like, our egos mm -hmm. are are really, like, they keep us alive, but they're also the thing that harms us the most. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we are we are not really individuals, right? Like we are as we're humanity collective. as are something, mm -hmm. but we're nothing on our own. Like the the advancements we've made are based on the backs of humanity as humanity, right? And it in death too, you know, it's good to remember that. Like when I go, I'm not. It's it. It's not just. It's not me. Like. Ego me going. I'm. It's one small piece, and something else is going to come in. It's. I'm right. part of this collective yeah, thing. Yeah, going back to where you were. Yeah, I mean, but I, I've I had a lot of death stuff with with all the Jesus business, so I like <laughs> I had to work out my death fears. But uh, yeah. but it, it gives me a lot of peace to go. Like, oh yeah, I'm like just part of the. I'm part of the thing. And when I go, I will de I will degrade and be mm -hmm. my parts will go into the thing again. Like we'll mm -hmm. just be back in the thing. I don't know about consciousness, but yeah, right. Yeah, it's. I was gonna when you said our purpose. You said our purpose, right? Something like sure. that. Sure. I was. I was gonna say after those few days, I did feel more connected to like my the meaning of life or my purpose or something. I was sort of invigorated with more of a greater sense of mm -hmm. who I am. I, but yeah, I hate it because it does take discipline. Mm -hmm. Because I don't, and I don't know if it's being a parent or I don't know what it is, but I just always I, want more time to do nothing yeah. i think for us it's hard when you have two little kids and uh, and work and stuff because 
it, they just grind you down and you get tired and really you just want to a fucking break. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, and so it's, you have to fight against that and know that the effort is worth it. Uh, it's easier, I think, you know, when you're younger and you can just go hang out. It takes, you actually have to make a conscious effort yeah. at this point. Oh, yeah. It. I remember in high school, if I was ever home on a Friday night, I felt like the biggest loser ever. Oh, my God. I could not be okay yep. with being home on a Friday There's night. There's nothing be better than being alone on a Friday Wait, night. Wait, maybe not <laughs> high school. Maybe it was when I was older. Yeah, sure. And, like, having like, kids, me, they, I don't know. It just beats your ass so hard. I have just one. Mm-hmm. You guys have two. Mm hmm. Those years, like there's a like I don't think you ever get that sleep. Like you think like <laughs> no. I'll catch up. That those that year that your sleep is gone, it that shit is gone and, and you're gone in your up. face. It's like <laughs> you age. You feel it ages it all. you. Yeah. And and it just like it never you never recover from it. And I right. think like yeah. some of that is like feeling like I need to recover and like yeah. there's not yeah. enough, there's no recovery. This is reality. I mean, we re- I recently like <laughs> we, we both like to sleep in, you know, we're not I'm definitely not a morning person, never have been. Um, and I just get like a second wind at like hmm. 11. It's like now I'm, I feel creative now. I just want to go like do like, you know, I, it's hard to wind down. Um, but our youngest, Owen, he gets up at, at like between five and 530 now. That's just <sighs> when he gets up and it is like fucking in your face he wants to get up he's loud he's pushing you and touches your face he touches you he's just he is a little terrorist and he he waterboards you well if you knew a person who was like that in your life you'd call them an asshole right 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 i'm not saying he's an asshole no no yeah but But you're not not yeah and and i just i had this you know, last week I was up, you know, and I'm like, motherfucker, I can't believe I'm up right now so early. And I'm like, this is just the the days of sleeping in are over. Yep. You just have to accept that. Yep. It's just, there's nothing you can do Which about it. Which is the realization we had with newborns, but now we're having I didn't it realize at four it would still be happening. Yeah. That's, uh, and, that's the thing that is so overwhelming is like, yeah. this never goes away. No, it doesn't go away. And so now it's just like, we're just going to have to force i'm gonna have to force myself to go to bed at like 10 30 every night yep i don't know how i'm gonna do it but there's no other way yep. and the indulgent thing of being able to wake up whenever just those days are fucking gone yep. it's uh, <laughs> it's i honestly like i told on this show i've said people like it's so rewarding to have kids i re- i'm so sorry <laughs> do not do it don't have kids <laughs> live your life it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I do wonder if the love, the love is a trick of nature. It's like, you know, Oh, I love my kids. So much. yeah, that's a thing that's happening in my brain. It's like, I've been brainwashed. <laughs> um, I do wonder for people who have kids in their twenties, is it different? Got them. I, I, how, how, how do it, people do that? I know oh. it's different, well, no, but not I necessarily mean- better like it's gonna have different pluses and minuses we have more patience yeah no i think i think emotionally mentally i think it's great to be an older parent because i was such an uh, i was so i just hadn't i just was so like slow to wake up i I have less energy like if i I was energy is what if i was in my 20s i'd be like let's go throw the ball in the park and let's and i'm just like when it's my if it's my we if it's my day like saturday guess what they're doing all day they're on their iPads. They're on fucking. They're lying around. We might do some crafts. Yeah. It's like it, I ain't going to the fucking park and running you took around. Them to Michael's though. Yeah, That's I'll take them good. out. 
Yeah, we t- I take them to Michael's and get crafts. That's pretty good. Yeah, but it's it's I'm not like we're not going to the batting cages and shit. Like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm raising I'm raising some nerds, you know, like you know. Uh, oh my, my wife is like so anti TV. I have like I'm and anti screens. I'm just like oh, like I. That's and, hard. I mean, she tours. Like I'm alone with her. I'm a single dad uh-huh. with for. So does she not have not do any screens? I mean, that's really good. We do. I mean, she does screens. She gets thirty minutes a day at night, so it's like a wind down. So she does do screens, but it's like during the day. Like I got to be where I'm like when Sarah's gone, I'm like, hey Sarah, like she we're doing a movie day this afternoon. Sorry, and she's like, that's great. Like she gets it. She knows. But but it yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's it's a lot, man. All this talk of childhood and stuff. This year is going by so fast. Father's Day is coming up in this year. I want to give my dad. Well, I've already given it to my dad. Um, so maybe I'll give it to you, Daniel. A gift that is truly unique and meaningful. A gift that will make him feel special and loved. And that's why I'm giving him StoryWorth. I really yeah. did give StoryWorth to my dad. Yeah, you got to give it I'm to the dad. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of StoryWorth. It is such a cool thing. It's an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It is thoughtful and it's a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. So here's the deal. Um, they send a story prompt or question to the person you give it to uh, weekly. And then that person uh, sends in the response or calls it in. And then StoryWorth collects all those stories and at the end of the year, you have a hardbound book I, of memories. It's such a wonderful gift. I wish this existed when my grandfather was still alive. I remember in his final years, I would go visit and I would just be trying to suck stories out. And because when they're gone, they're gone. Like th- this would have been so amazing. Yeah, it's a great, it's have. a great gift. It's a great heirloom. Um, and also, I've said before, but I'll say it again. I have the kind of dad who. I was sure I'd heard every single. He's like, "Did I ever tell you the time?" It's like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> I was sure I knew every story, but because of this, I learned things that like I'd never heard about his, you know, odd jobs he had as a little kid. Um, when he ran the ed- brothel in France. <laughs> yes, I never knew about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, his learning to drive, stuff like that, just like a lot of little details and things that I never knew. Um, give all the dads in your life a unique, meaningful gift you'll all cherish for years. Storyworth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash best friend. That's storyworth, S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash best friend to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash best friend. Okay. Let me see where we are. Okay. Tony. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of want to hear about your wrestling yesterday, but then I mm. saw something today, like a secret, you know, this guy who had worked at Disney, his NDA expired, so he was telling secrets about Disneyland. What? what? Mm. Yeah. I'll, well, let's hear about, you went to New Japan, res- how was your wrestling Ooh. experience yesterday? Uh, it, was, it was fun, yeah. Wait, was Tony see. wrestling? His wrestling experience? <laughs> no, no, he went no. to a wrestling Oh, you went to a wrestling. Oh. I went to see some wrestling. Yeah, I went to see New Japan. Uh, I'd never been to a New Japan show. What? Um, is that like a it's like, company that's yeah, from it's Japan? Like, yeah. Are they exactly. affiliated with AEW in some way? They work together a lot. Yeah, because I've seen some crossover In stuff. fact, there were some AEW people on the show yesterday. Were there? Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was it was a mix because I don't follow New Japan super closely. So like there was some people I like had heard of but wasn't familiar with and then 
some people I'm just totally not familiar with. But then, yeah, again, there were some AEW people there. Which and, uh, AEW people were there? Uh, John Moxley, oh. Wheeler Yuta, Willow Nightingale. Was that it? Oh, and Juice Robinson, which he I think is a hilarious name. He was Yeah, I haven't watched that uh, yet. Is their style different? Do they have like their own house a style? A little bit, but it wasn't anything like too remarkably different. No, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a good time. It was it was uh, it was in Long Beach at this place called the Walter Pyramid. Literally a pyramid <laughs> from I the outside. Know there was a pyramid yeah. in Long Beach. It, it, pyramid Walter. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was cool. I loved like the size. It was like a bigger event, but not like you know, not as big as like going to like the forum, right. but like much bigger than going to like an indie show or something. But it was like really nice to like go to like a bigger thing and like just easily walk outside, get to your car, and like Ooh. maybe like kind of like you know a couple of minutes of traffic, and then you're out of there. Nice. Like, yeah, I was like, I wish like all events were like this because I think. I think we talked about this recently. I think I'm just like, I'll make some exceptions here and there, but overall, I think I'm just over huge events. Yeah, they're yeah. such a pain in the ass. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. When like, she, when when Jackie was talking about the Taylor Swift stuff, I was just thinking like, yeah. I there there are bands I love and that I've considered spending a lot of money to see, and I always go, mm-hmm. I fucking hate yeah. everything about going to a a concert, a big concert. Like, yeah, other than the concert. Yeah. Yeah, that's like I I'm like how much would it cost to helicopter me in? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like we went to a Dodger game like a month ago and it was just a fucking night and like I live pretty close to Dodger Stadium and so we're like we'll just take an Uber. Yeah. It'll be easier. Yeah. And we did and it was it was easy getting there but then like leaving then we pull up Uber and it was like $100 to get home and we're like no. <laughs> so we just like walked for a little while and then eventually we're able to get the I will price say, down a lot. They have the, the the rail now will stop at like Expedition Park. So if you wanted to take oh. the train, you could just take it right to the Coliseum or to uh any of the arenas around there. Just okay. some All of right. them some All of right. them yeah. Good to know. I don't know about the forum though. Yeah. I, how how is it they still not have Dodger Stadium figured out? Oh, yeah. I mean, like there. Are, by the way, there are a hundred games a week at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, really. <laughs> During baseball season, yeah. it never ends yeah. because these motherfuckers don't play a game and call it. They play seven games or six games. Like it's a series. Yeah, they play that first game and like that's not good enough. Let's do this again, <laughs> three or four more times, and then we'll decide. Who Weren't won. they talking about a gondola that would go up to Dodger Stadium? There, yes. <laughs> and there's like a lot of like pushback. I can't. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know either. I don't know any of the details. I know that Elon Musk's company the the tunnel company was like going to it's the boring company company, and they were going to make a a a tunnel which is like wow this guy does tunnels it's amazing man of the future um and it was going to go like one mile it was to dodger stadium like who the fuck who cares about a tunnel to dodger stadium if it's one fucking all the traffic is just to that place a mile away yeah like (laughs) no no we need like a like a high speed rail or some shit that goes to Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. Like That's, they have it in Philly and stuff. Well, like, where you I think can just even take like the Angel Stadium. I think if you go to an Angels game, I think there's like a train stop that basically it drops you off at the stadium. That's brilliant. Also, yeah. but yeah, we I, it is it is mind blowing to me. LAX just got a goddamn train. Is it finally there now? It, it's like just happening. It's 2023. <laughs> I know yeah. it is. This it is, is a conversation that's been happening for 700 years. <laughs> you couldn't uh, put in a train t- to the airport? To one of the biggest it's airports? It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It, like, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. No. 
It, it's it the is, worst place on earth. I have to go there tomorrow morning. An absolute nightmare. Oh, no. Yeah. And I've heard doing ride share from LAX has become it's a, a fucking nightmare. nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Why you, is that? You have to take a shuttle to this separate lot. Ugh. Oh, have they moved it off site? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And it's and like then, right where you come in. Like it, when you first come into the airport, that first beginning of the loop, there's a parking lot right before the airport. That's where it is. I wish Burbank Airport flew to everywhere. Man, yeah. Burbank yeah, is no, the it's greatest. The best. Yeah, they have like I'm so bummed valet in Burbank. Where are you flying to? New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Is it just a one-off show? Yeah. What's the festival? festival? Adjacent festival. Nice. Uh, it's What's it? Is adjacent to a different festival? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that it's a. Uh, I don't even know if the festival still happens, but they used to do that festival Bamboozle uh-huh. in New Jersey, uh-huh. and I think. I may it be was wrong like about a, this, but I think the same people kind of have okay. now started this festival. First time I've done it, I, I think it's happened before, but I've so you're the you know, the length of your trip is because you guys are doing rehearsals and stuff first. Yeah, because it's uh, you know I guess compared to previously, it's not that long, but we haven't done anything since September, mm-hmm. and you know, and then after these last couple of years, like I feel so like I was starting to pack a little bit earlier today, and I was like, what? How do I? How many tubas do I pack? <laughs> like i don't like how do what do i do how do yeah. people live yeah. yeah tour life is like a thing like yeah. you have to it's like a different I, lifestyle you wait is a not... tuba a drum thing or are you making <laughs> no, a joke i'm just making okay, super yeah. like just because like everybody's like what do what, how do right, i live right. on, on in this road. bag yeah yeah because uh like i used to do it so much yeah. that like i could pack in like three minutes and not think twice about anything right. and i'm so like out of practice now that it all just feels so foreign yeah, yeah. is it now that you have a live-in lady <laughs> or do you feel different about heading out on tour? Yeah, it is uh you know, it, it it'll be it's one of those things yeah, I'm like I'm like feeling good at home now. I was like, yeah, I kind of don't want to go, but at the same time I know once I'm there and we do it it'll be really fun and it'll be good for me cuz I always like we we're talking about the stuff that you do that you enjoy it makes you feel good. Like that's what drums and shows do for me. Yeah. I forget too easily, I think. Um so yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to it, but uh yeah, it'll be it'll be a quick one. So I'm in and out. So it, it's so funny that like you, there are people that just like their whole life they're like if I could just do one big show. Yeah. But when mm-hmm. you did it for a living, it's it, it it's gone. You yeah. like it, after a few after yeah. a few tours, you're like this again. It, yeah. It's like must be a lot to realize like oh I actually like doing. Yeah. This. Which it's nice where we are now because we're very much just a sometimes band yeah. these days. So it's like we'll go do a little bit and never out for too long or anything. Because I found as I've gotten older too, I've found that like three weeks is like max for mm-hmm. me now. Where it's like after that three week point, it starts to become like I'm ready to go home. Yeah. 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 Guys, this has been so much fun. I the, the last week I put a tease at the end, and this week I'm putting a tease. A tune in next week to hear the Disneyland secret that I heard on TikTok. Who knows uh, if it's true or not? I'll tell you after. Don't worry. I cannot wait. Yeah, um, Todd, where might we find you? Um, I'll do. I'm going to do the same plugs as I did last yeah. week. Uh, my uh, oh, I lost my phone. My uh, my band is called God Collider, which <laughs> might have something to do with my uh, relationship. To religion. Um, and uh, the tour is, we're opening for a band called Zeo. They're an old hardcore band. Actually, an old Christian hardcore band. Oh. Oh. They, they're not Christian anymore. Uh, but June 8th through June 18th, and it's on the West Coast. San Diego, Phoenix, Albuquerque. You know, those things. You know the West Coast. Um, and right. so doing that. And then Angel City Lumber is where I am now, where we do uh, local trees that fall in Los Angeles. We turn into lumber. Um, check out uh, the story on Ologies. Um, featuring Jeff Perry from Angel City Lumber. Lovely, Daniel. 
Follow me uh, on Instagram, Daniel Quants, and on Blue Sky at Daniel Quants, where I do nothing, but I will Any moment you one day. Yeah. Yes. Tony, what about you? Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And Bizarre Albums every Tuesday. And I realized, yeah, we talked about this festival that I'm playing, but by the time this comes out, that'll have already happened. Mm. So if you were there, let me know how we were. <laughs> 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 Let me know too. And if you like what you're hearing, please make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a comment. Click five stars, etc. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram and Blue Sky. And I'm on TikTok, the Allison Rosen. I already mentioned Patreon, but also did I already mention Todd and my show on this episode? I don't think so. Okay. New podcast alert. Todd, Allison and Todd after hours. Not this Todd. Different time. Not yet. Not yet. We're going to figure this out. Yeah. Um, it is my new podcast that I'm doing with Todd Perry, where I do sometimes gossip about former coworkers. And we have we have a lot of fun, and we talk about all sorts of stuff. Uh, and if you're interested in that, you can get that at patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. It's just $2 a month. There's only one level. Okay, you guys, thank Wait, you. That The last storms that we had, there was a massive old tree at a park here in Burbank that fell and crushed some playground equipment. Do you guys get that tree? We get some of those. City trees, we don't get as much because they oh. go to a different place. But like trees that fall in people's house, like oh, okay. people's houses, we get private trees. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's cool that it's... Uh, all that wood is like really pretty. It turns out we don't have to ship it from across the country. Los yeah. Angeles has a lot of beautiful wood. <laughs> Good lumber here. Speaking cool. of Todd. Okay. So the pastor that he met in uh, Hawaii looks like Seth Rogen, had a beard, knowledgeable of Taoism and a big stern fan, Nordic looking wife. Nordic wife. Um, Sounds like no one's coming to your mind immediately. No. I... He- you know what they say, Nordic wife, Nordic life. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you guys <laughs> so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 